Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing Onboard NWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at onboardnwa.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Hello, Northwest Arkansas. Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas, big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn. Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and I'm excited today because I'm sitting here with an individual that's not only a guest on the podcast, a previous guest on the podcast, he's also a friend, and it's a really interesting story that I'll actually share on today's episode as we discuss and talk. But I'm here with Mike Anzalone, and Mike is the general manager of the co-op Ozark Natural Foods. For those of you that were familiar with the store down on Evelyn and the Evelyn Hills Plaza, they are now up in the center of town at the corner of Lafayette and North College. And they've got a brand new building here. They have just, I mean, just has transformed this business corridor with this new location. And 
Without further ado, I want to welcome Mike to the podcast for a second time. How for are you a doing? Second time. I know. I know. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good stuff. It is. It is. And it's it's thanks so for fun. having me. Oh man, it's it certainly is my pleasure. And like I said, I really mean that because you know, for a lot of people, for those of you that are listening that don't realize this, so this is how it went down. An episode I reached out originally to Mike about a year and a half ago, right? So, but at the time of recording this, we are up to ninety-four episodes of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. And I originally had reached out to Mike because I said, man, I want to feature ONF or Ozark Natural Foods, the co-op. I wanted to feature them on the podcast because I think they really represent what Northwest Arkansas is all about. They support local business, they support local farmers, and they do so many amazing things in this community. And you know, Mike was kind enough to come on the podcast and that led to a bunch of other things. And you know, I'm going to be an unapologetic fanboy right now for the co-op. And basically what happened was I met with Mike. He came on the podcast. It's episode 15. We'll put a link to it in the show notes. We had a great episode. It really talked a lot. It really opened up. I mean, this is one, that was one of the most listened to episodes of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. And I definitely recommend that you go back and check it out. But anyway, that day that we did the interview, Mike said, hey, you know, by the way, why don't, why don't you, uh, you know, we were having, because he knew I was a member of the co-op, he said, why don't you see if you should apply, you know, we're looking for board members. And I didn't really think much of it at the time. And I, I got back to my office and then I said, okay, you know, I, I got the application. I filled it out. Literally, the application was due the next day. That's and, right. <laughs> and, and, and so I, I stopped everything I was doing. I filled it out. And lo and behold, Several months later, after I filled out this application, which was, I don't know, maybe April of 2019, I was got enough votes to be put on the board. And That's right. now I'm into my second year on the board at Ozark Natural Foods. And I got to say, it's, it's been, I, you know, it's so funny. I talk about this and, and don't worry, folks, we're going to get to the actual interview. But I think it's just important to say that relationships do matter. And one of the things that I have learned, and I learned this a long time ago, and you've heard me talk about it before, but, you know, connections are everything. And, you know, when I made a connection with Mike, we started to build a relationship, but I don't know, there was just something about him. And I said, you know what, I'll, I'll do this. And, and you never know where things are going to lead you. And I always remark to myself, and I've told my wife this, I said, man, if I had never reached out to Mike to say, hey, would you come on the podcast in the first place? I might never be where I am today doing what I'm doing, you know, in the vein of what I'm doing for the co-op as a member of the board and, you know, as doing these podcasts. And I'm always thankful for it. And because we're in the holiday season, I'm especially thankful because, you know, you meet so many great people. And Mike is one of those great people that I have been blessed and fortunate enough to meet while doing this podcast. And now we're friends. So there's more to it than just than just that. And and I think that's one of the things about podcasting that kind of connects people in special ways. And so, Mike, it's good to have you back on the podcast. And yeah, today- thank you so much. Yeah, no, it, listen, my pleasure. But today we have you on because we wanted to talk about the latest and greatest iteration of the co-op because you guys now are in a new location, new building. This was all under your stewardship. I mean, you have a huge team behind you, but this was under your stewardship that we saw the co-op go from, again, Evelyn Hills to where you are now at the corner of Lafayette and North College. But I'd love for you just to kind of share and tell people a little bit, especially for the uninitiated, a little bit about the co-op and, and about yourself. And again, we, we already did your superhero origin story, so we'll refer back to that. 
before the episode 15, but just tell them a little bit about the co-op and what's happening right now. Yeah. And I would love to. I, lo- I love to talk about the new location and all the things that we that we can offer the community now just in a much better way than we could in the past. But since you touched on on the board of directors, I would love it if we could just veer off and talk about being a board member and board service a little bit. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that absolutely. a little bit? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So it's I think it's one of the reasons that this business model is so unique. It's it's not like a traditional board with a corporation. The cooperative, everyone is equal. Like everyone has one share. Nobody has more share. Nobody has more skin in the game. With a large corporation, the board of directors is made up of people who have invested the most in the company or they're a hired board. Right. And so it's very different. You know, our board are just, you know, do-gooders. Right. They're just people <laughs> yeah. who want to help the co-op, who want to be a part of it, who want to be a part of the visioning process and who don't get anything out of it that anyone, than any other member can get out of it. Right. You're still just, just a member at the co-op, yep. but you get to sort of dive in and be a part of futuring and directing this co-op to what are we going to do a year from now? What are we going to do five years? Where are we going to be 10 years from now? And it's so important to have a dynamic group of people who really take charge of the future of this co-op. And so I definitely want to thank you for you know following up on that and becoming a board member. I think you're a fantastic board member. But what do you think is your experience being a board member at the co-op? Man, you know, honestly, and I see, I like the way you turn the tables on me and you're interviewing, you're interviewing <laughs> the interviewer. So that's good. I, you know, it's funny because I have a chance to reflect all the time about being a part of something that is bigger than me. Right. And I think this is a very special and unique organization. It's got a lot of history. What people don't understand. And, and I go around the country and I talk about, well, I haven't been going around the country that much lately because of the pandemic, but that's another story. But when I did, I would tell people about the co-op. And actually talk about it with a lot of pride that, you know, you have this entity and this organization that's been around almost 50 years yeah, and has really had an impact in our community and has basically come from very humble roots to where it is in its current iteration and state today. And I'm proud to be a part of it for a couple of reasons. One, because it really made me aware when you hear people say like farm to table, like co-op brings a whole new meaning of farm to table because literally we have neighbors here in Northwest Arkansas that are farmers, and a lot of them have a platform, which is the co-op, to put their wares out there, to put the stuff that they're growing, the stuff that they're breeding, uh, things that they're putting out in the marketplace. We have a platform for them through the co-op to be able to do that. And I think that's very special. And to me, I am honored to be on the board. I'm honored to be able to try to extend the brand any way that I can by doing this podcast, by telling anyone that will listen that they need to become a member of the co-op and to be a part of what we're doing in this community. But I just think as a board member, it's I just have a lot of pride yeah. being part of this board. And I like, you know, it gave me an opportunity. I've been parts of other boards, which has been beneficial for me, but it, it has taught me a lot. I have, you know, taken some additional classes. I've learned some new things. And I mean, this, you know, the co-op is not a small entity, you know, when you compare it to other co-ops. And so I think there's a lot of opportunity and a tremendous upside for growth. And so I'm just thankful to be a part of it. But I would encourage anyone that has ever thought about board membership to really think about it, because I think that the real benefit is having a diversity of thought mm-hmm. and ideas be a part of what we're trying to do. As you said, and I love the word futuring, 
you know, what does the future look like? And that's that's really what the board's charge is. I don't get into the nitty and the gritty of what you guys do on a day to day basis, nor do you really. I mean, you focus on the big picture. You I mean, as a general manager, you have to be at that twenty five thousand, fifty thousand foot view of where we're going and we work together and and I think that's a beautiful thing. And I think we're trying to we're all trying to work hard at figuring out, well, what does this co op look like in the next five to ten years? Yeah. And how does it impact our community? Yeah. And th- I mean, that's really the interesting part about it, right? Yeah. It just it belongs to us. It's not it's not my co-op. I right. mean, I I have my time right now where I'm leading the co-op, but you know, there's an umbrella above me and that's the board. And the board represents the ownership. And that's where we get our power is that that the ownership is really in control, not not the general manager and right. you know, not not even the staff. The the people who own this co-op, the members of this co-op, it belongs to all of them equally. Yeah. And that's a really interesting dynamic when you have that many people come together and be a part of something and also have the ability to control its destiny. And that's yeah, it's a really Really interesting dynamic, and it makes this job a lot of fun. And it's always changing. And it's you know to to be in touch with the needs of a large sect of our community because we we have like twenty thousand owners now. Yeah, and I keep saying owners. Right, we're we're officially saying members, members now. now. Yes, right. I've been right, saying right, owners right. for yeah. so long. I know, I know. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, but you know who you are, guys. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but it's it's such a unique business model, and that's why I think we're so connected to like I really appreciated that you said we have neighbors here who are farmers because that's what they are they are neighbors all these people producing food they are neighbors and this is their co-op also and so we're not just buying food from people and turning around selling it to other people this is members in engaging with other members and that's that's what this is it's a shared economy and part of that sharing is knowing and understanding the people who are producing your food and how they're producing your food and having a relationship with them, having a direct relationship with the people who create your food. And we have a bunch of that here. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it goes without saying that that a lot of what is happening here has been happening for years. It just every, you know, every time something new happens within the co-op there, it creates a new opportunity. So like, for instance, moving to this new location yeah. has created a new opportunity, has created actually a new awareness, right? You know, I mean, I think even during the pandemic, where a time when a lot of retail organizations have been struggling, you guys have actually done pretty well in where things are and you're growing some and and also, you know, college students have discovered, you know, the co-op, which that is, is the cool. thing that I am most excited about. <laughs> I always wanted, you know, a large swath of young people to hang yeah. out at the co-op. Yeah. And it's finally happening. I mean, you know, our patio and our indoor seating area were packed every yes, day. Absolutely. People they bring their laptops and, you know, and they just hang out and work all day. They're doing, I mean, people are doing their jobs out there, but there's also a lot of students who are doing their schoolwork there and everybody's just hanging out on the swings and, you know. Just, I mean, it's, listen, it's, I've, it's ridden by, I've ridden by several times and seen people out just really enjoying themselves. I've actually taken a couple of business meetings out there. I've actually done a podcast interview in the inside section of, of the coffee shop there. Big shout out to Onyx Coffee for being a part of, of this. And for a lot of people that aren't, aren't aware, Onyx Coffee is here and, and they've just done, everybody has done a great job at, at making it open and available to everybody, I think. And that's the thing that I feel because every time I walk in here, it's really warm 
and inviting. And I tell people all the time, you know, that, you know, let's go meet up at the coffee shop at ONF. They're like, ONF. And I'm like, yeah, you know, they moved from Everland Hills and they're at the new location. And I'm going to say that several times, but just as a reminder, because, you know, honestly, for a lot of you, the, the hardcore people always knew where the co-op was, mm-hmm. but everybody else was like, well, where is this place? And it's like, it was behind God's back there on, on in the Everland Hills <laughs> shopping center behind Tacos for Life in the corner. And it was a beautiful build. It was a great building, but nowhere near what you guys have been able to put together now. And and so I'd love for you just to kind of share a little bit about that transformation process and you know what it entailed and how you guys were actually able to come upon where we are here now at the corner of Lafayette and North Carolina. Yeah, sure. So yeah, there's a lot packed into that question. There is. So I'll sort of pick it apart. Yeah, it, the new building is really unique. It addresses college in a way that I don't think there's another building on college that does this. We There was a large parking lot that just stretched around the building when it was Marvin's and whatever the other couple of grocery stores were here. Mm-hmm. And so we just tore out all the parking that addressed college and we turned it into a large patio. And so it's extremely visible. I think the visibility has a lot to do with the success that we're having because everybody who drives by just notices you know, these porch swings and these really colorful chairs and just, and the fact that it's packed every day, it draws a lot of attention to the store where normally a grocery store, you don't pay any attention to it whatsoever when you're driving by. It's just people going to buy their groceries. And I always thought that that was something that we were lacking because we're owned by the community. I always wanted it to feel like a community. And the only way you can have that is if people choose to come and hang out and eat food together. And so one of the main things, one of the main objectives I had in moving to this new location was to find an opportunity to find a way to get people together over good food. And so we really took a big chunk of the space that normally would just be grocery space, and we turned it into a lot of prepared foods. Now we have a sushi program. It's really fantastic. We finally have gotten our hot bar back open again. We found a way to do this safely. A lot of plexiglass involved. (laughs) But that's open again. We have the tap room. So we're serving beer and wine. And then, of course, we have the Onyx coffee that we're featuring in our coffee shop. And so it gives, there's just a lot of opportunity for people to come, whatever their needs are, and just hang out and engage with, you know, their friends or yeah. their neighbors or whoever. And so that, that was one of the main reasons I wanted to leave Evelyn Hills and come to this location because I knew stepping into downtown, downtown is very different than midtown. Downtown is a place where people walk around and hang out. And so we had to be the kind of place that we could we could really encourage that and be a part of that. And I mean, it just it's worked out way better than I ever imagined, <laughs> especially with the college students. I honestly thought it would take me about a year to really reach out and get on their radar, but they immediately took to it. Our memberships were selling memberships. At, I think the last I heard was about 400% over last year. Wow. And so many of those are students. And yeah. It's really fantastic to have students becoming members of the co-op. Just let's just, I, I would love to just explain to the audience, those of you le- that are listening and maybe that are new to the area, just understand what a membership entails and the fact that, you know, you don't have to have a membership to come here and shop. And actually a lot of people shop here without a membership, but True. But membership does have its privileges. It does. So I'd love for you just to kind of just speak to that a little bit, just so people have a little clarity and understanding of, of the membership piece. Yeah. So a membership, it's a proportionate ownership of this business. Whatever we have, 20,000 owners now, they each own one 
twenty thousandth of it. Right. So there's some fundamental benefits to it. There's there are discounts in the store that you get that are not available to non-owners, non-members. It's okay. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> remember yeah. to say member sooner or later. Yeah. And yeah, you know, that that's kind of why we made the switch too, is because the idea of ownership is it's a really heady conversation to have with someone when they just step into a grocery store. Would you like to yeah, own a portion exactly. of our business? Yeah. Whereas membership, there's you have memberships to a lot of things. And so it's a little more digestible. And I think it's fairly interchangeable, but it's less intimidating. So part of that membership is also like you're doing, you have the opportunity to run for the board of directors if you want. And of course, if you don't want to run for the board of directors, you can also vote for the board of directors, which I think is, you know, that's what makes this a a democratic organization is that our board of directors are not assigned. They're chosen by the members. And, And then at the end of the year, when we make a profit, when the board chooses, we give a portion of that profit back to the ownership through patronage checks, which are like dividend checks. And ultimately, it just means that you're a part of this in a different way than just being a shopper. Mm-hmm. Of course, at the front door, there's a great big sign when you walk in that says, everyone welcome. And everyone is welcome, whether you're a member or whether you're not a member. Everyone is welcome to shop at the co-op. Yeah. And and I think people do feel welcomed here when, when they come. And I think you guys have done a great job about you know, just creating awareness around that, the whole idea behind membership, but that at the same time, making anyone that walks through the door feel special. Yeah. So, you know, and I think that's important. There's so much, I mean, there's so much to, to offer. I mean, everything has expanded since moving from the Evelyn Hills location. I mean, the bulk section is huge now. <laughs> yeah. the, the the section where, and you have a special name for it that with all the plants and everything. What do you call that? The now? homestead. The homestead. Yes. Thank you. You can get a little bit of everything and, and whether you have a farm or you just have a nice backyard and you want to take really good care of it, there is a lot, they have a lot of things here at, at the co-op that could help you out from, you know, they've got chickens and you name it, they've got it. So, I mean, there's yeah. just a little bit of everything here. I mean, it's you, a really unique shopping experience, isn't it? It because is. It you is. can, you can just have these <laughs> very different experiences. You can come and do a traditional fill your cart, right? right. You can come on Saturday and grab a cart and do your grocery shopping and get some supplements and some stuff out of bulk and whatever and wheel out to the car and go away. Or, you know, you can hang out over in this amazing prepared food side where, you know, you can spend a whole day there, just come and have breakfast and then do some work and meet some people and have some coffee and later on have lunch and then have a beer. You can do all that. Or you can go to the homestead, you know, pick up things for your pets or your animals. You can, there's so many pots and plants and, you know, decorative items and they're all in these their own little sections, little sections you know, where yeah. you can you can have this really large whole shopping experience and do the you know do it from one side to the other, Man, or yeah. you can just pick and choose and have you know and it meets a lot of needs. You're uh, absolutely right about that because I don't I don't know that there is another store in this area where you could get an onyx latte or buy a baby chicken under the same roof. <laughs> yes. So when you think of it that way. And then if you want to throw in a little sushi in between, then you've got it all. I mean, you have it all covered as far as yeah. that's concerned. There's some so. groundbreaking stuff going on over here. At yeah. The no, no. I, <laughs> I, I love that. I love that. So I'd love for you just to talk a little bit about your team and you know the fact that, I mean, you, you really have some really conscientious workers here. You have some folks that really represent the co-op well. And I, I'd love for you just to kind of highlight, you don't have to get individ, talk about individuals necessarily, but just what can people expect when they come through these doors and interact with your team members? 
here at the co-op? Yeah. So we have a core of people who've been with us for a long time that are really passionate about what they're doing, whether, you know, they've been in the supplements department for 10 years or, you know, the fresh department for years and years. There's something unique about the co-op that it attracts people who just don't want to go away. They just want to make this their career. I mean, none of us are getting rich over here, but we're doing it because we want to be a part of a shared economy. We want to be a part of, you know, the health of the community that we want to interact with local farmers and local vendors and, and help them and help their businesses prosper. So you get these unique individuals who don't say, I want to work at a grocery store. They say, I want to work at the co-op and they stick around for a long time. And it's been really interesting to watch. You know, we had four very lean years after competition came in town and we ended up with a much smaller staff than we were accustomed to. Mm -hmm. And over the last several months, we've really exploded. We've gone from about 70, 75 people at at the last location to well over a hundred. I think, I think we're even getting close to 110 at some point. So just all this, it just infused this amazing new young energy of people who wanted to work at the co-op. And it was kind of overwhelming. It was like a wave of new (laughs) people. Where did all these people come from? (laughs) Yeah. With all unique experiences, but also, you know, just really excited about working at this new great location and bringing, you know, their own skills, their own enthusiasm, their own ideas about cooperation. And so it's been really fun. Just watch that kind of explode. And now it's sort of settling into a rhythm. And at the end of the day, it's just a it's a great shopping experience now. There's just so many enthusiastic people who are are now working here and who are part of it and they're making it a great place. I'm I'm really I'm proud of all of them and I, I just I love coming to work every day just to be a part of that energy. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And and I think, you know, as I'm as I'm sitting here and I've done since I've become part of this board, I've learned a lot more about co-ops. I, I knew something about co-ops, but co-ops have a long and storied history in yeah. this country. I mean, of course, uh, the original co-ops were created over in England, I believe, yeah. but but here in the United States, you know, you had a lot of African Americans that had created co-ops because it was the only place they could shop. You that know, is true. So, so I mean, there's just a lot of history with regard to co-ops, and I think that you know, you guys are trying to blend the old with the new. You mm-hmm. know, in terms of that mindset of of how you get everybody to be a part of this community. So, what is next? for the co-op. I mean, you're in this brand new building. We've talked a little bit about, and again, I just want to encourage you, if you've not been to the co-op, you need to come down and visit and just take a look around. Just take a walk around. You'd be amazed at everything that is available right under one roof. And and we weren't joking about, you know, from everything from baby chickens to the best latte in the world. But the bottom line is that you need to come take a look at what's happening here and how this area is being transformed because of you know, this one organization, this one entity that is the co-op. So I'd really encourage you guys to come and, you know, come see what what Mike and, and the rest of his team are doing here. And as I like to say, this is the historic district where the, where the store is located. Mm-hmm. And we're right off of Dixon, uh, very close proximity to the, you know, the city center area. So, you know, we're, we're about less than a half a mile from the Greenway trail. And so you can get, you can be riding your bike down into downtown and just take a quick detour, come up Lafayette and you're right here at the store. There's a lot of, lot of ways that you can get here and, and there's easy access both on foot, on motorized scooters, on bikes, you name it, you can get here really easily. So, but tell me, I mean, what, what do you, what do you see as the future 
of the co-op here, especially as we change our buying habits and the way that we buy things. You know, a lot of people are going more online to do stuff. And this Mm -hmm. pandemic has created kind of a new market for the way people shop. I know my wife has spent more time going with um, ordering online and, and either having groceries delivered or going to pick them up without actually physically having to go into the store. And I don't know about you. I actually like going into the store to pick up things. I don't, I mean, I, I, I do appreciate the expediency sometimes, but I just like coming in here. And the thing that I like, again, is when I come in here, it's the same smiling faces that I see all the time. Yeah. People that are really happy doing what they do. And, and I could never replicate that through an online experience. But I'd love for you just to talk a little bit about what your plans are for the future of you know the way people's retail shopping habits are evolving. Yeah, sure. I do see this being a trend and I and I do think that it's not going away and I do believe that ordering online and either doing, you know, curbside pickup or delivery, I think that will grow in our business, but I don't ever want that to be the focus of our business. I want that to stay on the periphery. I want it to be the fringe part of our business. I like the idea of people interacting over good food. Yeah. And, you know, you watch what happens in these much larger, uh, especially like big box stores where they're removing all the personal interactions, right? You just yeah. go into these big stores, you shop alone, you can't find anyone to help you. And then you get up to the front and there's a machine that you run yourself and you pay. And, you know, there's an electronic voice that says, thank you for shopping. Right. Your change is in the cup, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, I don't ever want to do that. No, I, no. The whole magical thing about this new building is that there are so many interactions with employees and with neighbors. This is what community feels like. Right. And community can happen anywhere. It can even happen in a grocery store. And that's what I want to expand on. That's what I, I, I want to expand on community, not on technology. Technology, I would like to use to help build community. Yeah. That's it. I don't want to tear down community and uh, shield it behind screens. I want the future of food in Northwest Arkansas to be over human interactions. And certainly, again, with what you guys have created, which I think is pure genius, I look at that outside area and the inside area as more of a gathering place. And yeah. I, I certainly feel like we could appreciate it more if there wasn't a pandemic going on. Uh-huh. But but I, I still think that, you know, I can see what the potential will be, you know, when this pandemic is over, which it will, it, it will sunset at some point point in time, God willing. But um, when it is over, I think we'll be able to even more appreciate, you know, what you guys have put together here because it it does, it is very inviting. Yeah. There's very few places that you go where it isn't like, you know, you, you go and you feel like you want to sit down and, and stay a while. And yeah. uh, that's the thing. I think that's why the college students come up here to study and, and to, to, you know, interact with their friends because it is not only is it a safe environment, but it's just a place that feels very inviting. It's like almost it's somebody's living room that you get to hang out. And I think you guys have done a good job with that. Yeah. And that's not, that's not the normal grocery experience, right? No, no. The grocery experience is you have a cart and you walk around in aisles where you don't bump into people and you pick out your cans and you leave, you know, and this is really designed to be something very different. It's not, you can choose to have that experience, but you have to go out of your way to get yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, 
You know, and as I was sitting here thinking, you also have a section of your store, which we didn't get to talk about, but I, I think it's it bears mentioning because I think personally, it's it's one of the most expansive in our area, but it's a health and wellness section Yeah, that, you know, I mean, everybody in there knows what they're talking about. Yeah, it's they not do. like, you know, that's, a, I, I hate going into stores and I go and ask for some help and, you know, people can barely give me an answer because they don't know. Right. And that's the, that's the one thing I will definitely say unequivocally, and whether I was a board member or not, my experience has always been when I've talked to people about anything that's being sold here, there is a level of knowledge and understanding of the product yeah. where that you, you don't, it's not replicated easily in, in different places. And I would love for you just to kind of speak a little bit to the, the folks that you have in the health and wellness section. Cause I mean, you've got everything from CBD to just your normal, you know, vitamins and minerals and all the great stuff. And I've been educated on so many things that I have purchased here. And you just have a little bit of everything for everyone that, that might have something that they're dealing with uh, yeah. with their body. Yeah. I mean, again, how I mentioned people are sort of attracted to working at the co-op and the wellness department is the same way. Like we, when people get into the wellness department, they stick around for a long time. And these are people who are very interested in the way the human body works, the way it reacts to supplements and the idea that there's an alternative to allopathic medicine, that by changing your diet, by changing your lifestyle and by supplementing your diet with uh, wellness products, that you can live a really happy long life without needing, you know, without necessarily needing medication and operations. And so these people tend to be really passionate and they study a lot. We give them opportunities to study. We also do a lot of training inside. And so as we watched over the last couple of years where most of the industry has gone online, yeah. we haven't seen a big breakaway from our wellness department in our supplements because we have people here who really understand those products, yeah. understand their purposes and how to use them properly. And so I think people trust buying, they can absolutely trust because we sell the highest quality of everything anyway, Right. but we have people who understand those things. And so when they ask questions and they recognize that they get really intelligent answers, they trust the integrity of that conversation and they, they trust the integrity of the product. And so they don't just buy it online. They don't just shop around for the cheapest thing on Amazon. They come here to make sure that they're really investing in their own health. Yeah. And, and, you know, you bring up a good point because, and again, I'm just going to bring this up, but I remember going and looking at another store that had an item that you guys didn't carry. And then I came here and I said, Hey, can you guys get X? And they were like, yeah, sure. And within like a week, X was here. It was on the shelf. I bought a couple of them and, uh, it was just an allergy droplet from my kids, but you know, just being able to get that. And, uh, I mean, again, they were knowledgeable of it. They just said, we just won't carry it, but we'll get it for you right away. Yeah. So that's the other thing too. A lot of times you might think, well, I don't see it on the shelf. So maybe it doesn't exist as far as they're concerned. Ask if you're ever in this store. And I, I would assume this for a lot of different things, but you know, if you're ever in this store and you don't see something that you would expect to see in a type of store that the co-op is, just ask because chances are, you know, if it's not out of stock and, but it might be something that's worth carrying they'll get it for you pretty quickly. So, <laughs> you know, I, I like that, actually. I, I thought that was really cool. You're because, good at this. You're hey, good. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> so, you like so. your co-op. Yeah, I do like my co-op. So, yeah, I, like I said, I, I'm an unapologetic fanboy for the co-op. And again, I, I think from the people to the, just the items that are sold here. And again, I understand the the 360 nature of 
this company and this organization and what it represents to the community as a whole. And I think as more people become aware of it and they understand the dynamics of it, you know, between the whole farm to table movement and just being able to get quality things that don't require logistics to bring them over water or over, you know, over great distances in land or on a train that, you know, you can get a lot of that right here in your own backyard. I think that's one of the great things about moving to this new location is that suddenly we really have people's attention. Yeah. You know, if you haven't seen the store, if you haven't happened to drive by it, people are talking about it. And so there's just a lot of people coming to figure out what this thing is and to find out what a co-op is and how it works and why it's good for the community. And so I think that's one of the things I'm really, really excited about this new location is that we have all this new attention and the focus is on the word co-op. What does that mean to be a co-op? What is what is a food co-op and how does that work and how can I be a part of it? It's been really exciting. Yeah. And there's a lot of pride. I mean, when you talk, like I've traveled around the country a little bit and actually participated in in an event on behalf of the co-op and and, uh, I went to um, Portland, Oregon, and uh, there were a number of co-ops that were represented there and they were talking about just the pride in their organizations and and you know how they develop members and and people to be a part of what they're doing and people just be are a part of it because they believe in the in the mission and the mandate and, and what these organizations are doing and there's just something special about it that you just don't get at a Kroger or an Albertsons or a Safeway yeah i can give you a you know a little key dongle to put on your key so that you can keep track of all your spending, but that really benefits the company right? and not necessarily you. I mean, they throw you a bone every now and then with uh, a discount here or there uh, for frequent shopping, but you know, that isn't the, you know, there's something different about co-ops. Yeah. It's very different. I mean, being a member here is not about data tracking, right? It's about truly being a part of an organization that feeds your family. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, I think that's one of the most important things now you know, as we wind up, because I know that you guys have done a number of initiatives and people might, you might come here and, and be asked to like round up some money. And, and uh, I'd love for you just to speak to how those extra funds go to support the local organizations that support What an us. amazing program. It is. Right? It really so is. So it's called Farmhand. Yep. And, and yeah, when you make any purchase at the co-op, someone's going to ask you, would you like to round up your change? And basically we just collect that change on behalf of a local farmer. And what we do is we we have them lined up. We have our next several projects, and it can be anywhere from a thousand to I think even one project was closer to ten thousand dollars. Wow! And we just keep hammering away until we get to that figure that they need, mm-hmm. and then we buy them a piece of equipment to grow their business. And that's the only criteria is if you're a local producer or a local farmer, and you're having struggling growing your business, you figure out what it is that would help you to grow your business and we'll buy you that piece of equipment. And I don't mean we, the co-op, I mean, we, the community Community. of the co-op. Right. Exactly. And I do it myself. You know, I round up almost all my transactions. I do too. Every time, every time. I know where it's going. I know who's getting it. There's a picture on the register screen of the farmer who needs whatever this is. And we just, we don't stop. We just keep going until we reach (laughs) that number. We cut them a check. We get them that piece. And then we as a community benefit, right? Because yeah. now we have a farmer who's more successful or we have a producer who's who can produce more of a great product. We as a co-op can benefit because now we have access to more of their products. The community has access to more of their products. 
the farmer's prosperous. You know, it's just, it is part of the shared economy that I was talking about earlier is that we can all really help each other to grow and be a part of each other's lives in a beneficial way. Yeah. No, I love that. I think that is, uh, that farmhand program is really cool. And I love coming in and looking on the big screen and, you know, seeing all the different farms and suppliers that are represented here. So you just don't realize it. And that we were talking about the appreciation dinner that we had last year. This was all pre-pandemic, of course. It was right around Christmas time. And, you know, I had a chance to meet with a number of the farmers and they come from, you know, from near and far and just amazed at these people that, you know, whether they're growing animals or, or growing vegetables or anything like that. I mean, they just have a level of pride and love for what they do. I, I did not meet one boring person. I yeah. did not meet one person that wasn't like all in, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. From a mindset perspective about what they were doing and just their belief that they knew they were making a difference. And I think it's it's something to be said. I mean, you can go to our farmer's markets here locally and you can kind of get a whiff of what it's like, but it's just different. And that's the one thing that I tell people that are, and this is for those of you that are thinking about moving here to Northwest Arkansas and you're wondering, well, you know, what's this place, what makes this place any any different than any other place? And I would just say that I think that that there is a spirit here. Well, there's an entrepreneurial spirit here, but there's a spirit of individuals and relationship that exists here that you don't find everywhere. And it's not to knock any other part of the country, but I do think people genuinely care about each other here. We may have our differences. Um, we may have our partisan beliefs about certain things, but I think overall, we're, we're all trying to go uphill and deal with the same issues. And I think that we all try to look out for each other. And, and that would be, um, that's something that I think is very true about Northwest Arkansas. Yeah. As a whole, yeah. you know, as a, as a community. And, you know, those farmers, God bless them, man. <laughs> it's not easy to grow food in Northwest Arkansas. It it's isn't. really the mar- tough. The margins are razor thin. Yeah. I mean, the margins are very razor thin. And for some, the love overweighs everything, right? In, well, in- I mean, look at our soil. It's this rocky, muddy soil, <laughs> right? That yeah. you really, you have to care about it. You have to know how to put nutrients into it for it to grow, especially organic farming. Yeah. Organic farming is particularly difficult. You know, you don't just douse it in chemicals and watch it grow. Like you, you really, you have to put more into the soil than you take out of it. And that's a, that's a wonderful lesson. And so it takes a really special kind of person to be attracted to that kind of farming. And it's tough to make a living. So the more we can help those guys be prosperous, the more, you know, the more local great food that we have available to us. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's definitely a worthwhile investment. So yeah. Yeah. So any final thoughts that you want to share with the uh, the listening audience before we uh, we call this an episode? Nah, come down and have a beer and sit on the patio. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yeah. Even though now, will there be heat lamps out in the wintertime? Yeah, those are coming. About that? They are coming? Yeah, we okay. have those on order. We should have those out I, I, in the next I mean, couple coming weeks. from the Northeast, I don't necessarily need it because I think even, even a today, t- day like today, it still feels nice and crisp out. It's not like yeah. abundantly cold. I mean, you don't know what cold is until you go 30 days of sub-zero weather. And that's <laughs> yeah. what I tell people. They're like, oh my God, it's freezing here. I'm like, oh, this is nothing. So well, we have indoors for that. Yeah, part, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We so. want to keep the good times rolling on the okay. patio. So we've got some heat lamps coming. Good, good. Oh, I love that. I actually, that, that makes it, uh, that's definitely going to make it uh, worth checking out this winter time. And, and, you know, maybe, you know, if you go up and check out the lights there in the center, center of town there, I would encourage you to check out the lights and then stop by here and grab a a pumpkin spice cider or hot chocolate, hot chocolate, and just sit out and have a nice conversation. And 
the cool thing is that the way that they have this whole area patio set up, it's socially distant. People can sit out there. That's you're right. outside. You don't have to worry about the virus, you know, being a problem for you or anything like that. And so I meet out there quite a bit and it's definitely worth it. You know, the only time that it's ever even remotely a challenge is maybe if it's, I was out there one time in a driving rain and that wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't good for anybody, but that's, you know, we, we survived. So, you know, but no, I, I just, uh, I would encourage you guys to come check it out. So come down here. What's the actual address? Uh, 380 North College. 380 North College. It's right at the corner of Lafayette, right at the corner of Lafayette and North College, directly diagonal from AutoZone, mm-hmm. which is right there. The Washington School is right behind that. And so we're right in this little nexus of the universe. And one block down going south on North College is Dixon. So, I mean, this is the heart of it. I mean, Lafayette runs right directly into the the campus of the U of A, as does Dixon. And um, I mean, you you couldn't be in any more in the center of it all. Yeah. It's, you know, our co-op has always been a downtown co-op. We moved to Evelyn Hills. This is the whatever fourth that location, was. right? Or fifth? I think it's the sixth or seventh, wow. actually. Okay. There were a couple little tiny ones in the very beginning right, that kind of right. added to the list. But I mean, the history, I don't mean to cut you off, but the history is amazing. When you think about how this really started, is. and I always tell people, don't despise small beginnings because they lead, small things lead to big things. Yeah. And those small initial things that back in the early 70s have led to what we have now. Our first location was a tiny little storage room in the back of High Roller Cyclery. <laughs> so, wow. I mean, from where, yeah. I mean, that's that's really cool. I've seen some pictures of, of what some of that looked like. So that, yeah. was, uh, that was amazing. Fun times. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. And it's got, you know, that it's had its ups and downs. It's gone through a lot of different things. But I mean, here, here you guys are stronger than ever. And even in the midst of a pandemic, uh, you're still looking at dead in the eye and saying, what do you got next? So, <laughs> right? I mean, that's what you have to do. So, Well, I'm glad you see it that way. I, yeah. don't, I don't know if I'm looking anything in dead in the eye. But I'm just, I'm more really grateful that yeah. it's just been working out as well as it has. No, no, I, I hear you. I hear you. So, well, man, I, I really appreciate this. Thank you so much for being, you know, you're you're one of the few people that we've had on more than once. And again, we have something to celebrate and talk about. And because the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast focuses on the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in the Ozarks, you know, you actually check off a number of those boxes. And so we really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for being such an, uh, an integral part of the community and for allowing us to sit down with you again to learn more about what's happening and what the future holds for the co-op. So I really want to encourage everybody to come down. If you join, let them know that you heard about the co-op through the I'm Northwest Arkansas podcast. And I'm sure that these guys will give you a fist bump and a pound for coming down and becoming a part of, uh, of history. So nice. Yeah. So. Thank you so much for having me back. Absolutely. I, I really enjoy our conversations, just our normal conversations, right. but thanks for formalizing it on your show. No, no, um, that's, it, it that's is, really fantastic. Yeah. And, and thank you very much for being a member of our board. I appreciate it. It's, that. it's such an important part of this business. Yeah. And um, I think you're doing a fantastic job. You're really knocking it out of the park. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, folks, there you have it. Mike Anzalone, general manager of the co-op right here at the corner of Lafayette North College. I definitely encourage you to come down. You might even see me here. And if you do, please say hello. I would love to chat with you, but I appreciate it. This is another episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. Remember, we come out every week on Monday. 
is a new episode and we always have something brand new for you. And, and I, I can't believe we're almost at up to episode 100, which I'm really excited about. So we've been cooking with gas here and, and we're excited to share all of the great news and all the amazing things that are happening here in Northwest Arkansas with you, our listeners. And so we really do appreciate you guys. Remember, you can find this podcast wherever great podcasts can be found. Apple uh, Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, you name it, that the, the podcast is there. So we definitely encourage you to check it Dang, out. Dang, you're out there. We're out there. We're <laughs> out there. And certainly want to encourage you to rate and review us. And as I always say, you know, a five-star review, we, we won't turn anyone, any of those down. And remember, if you have an Alexa at home, just say, hey, Alexa, play the latest episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast and Alexa will oblige. So we're everywhere you you want us to be and even more. So that's all we have for this week, but we will see you next week with a brand new episode. I hope you guys have an amazing week. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.